This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a bill to keep better track of agency grant reporting is one step away from becoming law. President Trump hits the restart button on the White House's Science and Technology Council. Senate lawmakers are upset about how the EPA is handling its contract negotiations with the Federal Employees Union. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A bill to streamline how agencies report more than $600 billion in grants every year now heads to the president's desk. The Senate passed the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency, or GRADE Act, after the House passed it in January. It requires the Office of Management and Budget act as a central hub for data on agency grant awards. Changes are coming to the scorecard measuring agency technology modernization progress. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Office of Management and Budget, the CIO Council, and the Government Accountability Office are on the cusp of updating the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA, scorecard. Margie Graves, the Deputy Federal CIO, says the redesign likely will bring in new metrics. Graves says the new categories may include how the agencies are driving citizen services, how they're meeting customer needs, and how they're delivering on their mission. Graves says the goal is to put the citizen at the center of the IT modernization equation. I'm Jason Miller. A new acquisition tool aims to promote innovation across the government. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy and ACT-IAC partnered to create a periodic table to help contracting officers and program managers find and share ways to make federal acquisition easier. Each entry includes a description of the innovation, how the problem is solved, the benefits of this particular approach, and use cases or documentation. President Trump has rebooted an advisory council to brief him on science and technology issues. Through an executive order, Trump reauthorized the president's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology. Members include private sector executives from Bank of America, IBM, and other business sectors. Kelvin Dragemeyer, director of the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, will serve as the director of the council. The co-chairman of the news task force on the future of defense said they will invite new creative thinkers to give Congress an idea of how it should handle the defense environment over the next 30 years. Representatives Seth Moulton and Jim Banks say the task force will hold hearings for the next six months and come out with a set of recommendations at the end. The first hearing is set for next Tuesday with former DOD Policy Undersecretary Michael Flournoy and former Senator Jim Talent. Defense Secretary Mark Esper is recusing himself from any decisions on the Pentagon's Jedi Cloud contract. Here with more is Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. In a statement, the Defense Department said Esper has decided to stay out of Jedi because his son works for IBM, one of the companies that initially bid on the contract. DOD says Esper has delegated any decisions that need to be made on the procurement to David Norquist, the Deputy Defense Secretary. Esper had been leading a review of the contract since he became Secretary this summer. It's unclear whether that review is still ongoing. It's also unclear what sorts of contract related decisions the department thinks Norquist might need to make. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Veterans Affairs and the Defense Department are partnering on a new traumatic brain injury research initiative. Both departments are pledging up to $25 million each over five years to fund new concussion and TBI research. 
Funding from the departments will support a consortium of researchers from DOD, VA, the National Institutes of Health, and universities and nonprofit organizations. The long-term impact of military-related brain injury consortium is led by a team at the Richmond, Virginia VA Medical Center and Virginia Commonwealth University. Starting in January, members of the National Guard will be able to join the Credentialing Assistance Program. The program is an Army-wide initiative allowing soldiers to obtain civilian and industry-specific credentials and certifications. Some of the 1,600 certifications available are Lean Six Sigma, Certified Logistics Technician, and even a Commercial Driver's License. The ranking members of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs and Environment and Public Works Committees say they have some serious concerns about the EPA's decision to end collective bargaining negotiations with the American Federation of Government Employees. Senators Gary Peters and Tom Carper led a group of 39 Senate Democrats in expressing their opposition against the EPA decision. The senators say the EPA is imposing a seven-year contract on the agency's workforce. The EPA-written contract cuts telework and official time and restricts union access to agency office space. The FDA takes a middle ground on how a smokeless product manufacturer can advertise. Here's more from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. This time it's not Juul, but rather Swedish Match USA. For the first time ever, FDA lets a company use what the agency calls the Modified Risk Tobacco Product Pathway. That means Swedish Match is allowed to claim a lower risk of mouth cancer and other diseases relative to cigarettes. But it's still prohibited from marketing to those under 21, and it still has to retain tobacco warning statements on its packages. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 